0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first podcast that we have got going on around customer focused selling. Very excited to be doing this for you all. We know your days are very, very busy. And as we were thinking about, you know, what are some ways that we can have a good conversation, have you guys have that opportunity to listen, maybe ask some questions, send stuff into us. We thought what better than a little 15 minute podcast. You're on the trucks throughout your day. You get an opportunity to listen to what's going on. So I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Jason Zolt and with me here is our customer focused selling expert, Jason Quinn. And we're going to talk to you a little bit today about our customer focused uh, selling. So Jason, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit to everyone listening and tell us kind of what's in it for them. Why, Why should they be listening to us today?
1: Hi, thanks a lot there, Jason. Yeah, as you alluded to, my name is Jason Quinn, part of the learning and development team here at O2E Brands. I had the opportunity to work with uh, with all their brands and their startup. Really excited to be a part of this. But you're talking right in my wheelhouse. This is customer-focused selling. This is the stuff that gets me excited. And I want you all to be excited to hear about this. Customer-focused selling, what's in it for me? Why am I listening to this? Customer-focused selling is a process that is designed to help you increase your on-site conversion. There's a couple pieces to this that we're going to talk through in the next couple podcasts. But when used correctly, customer-focused selling is a tool that's going to help you connect with your customers faster and more effectively in every interaction and give you a process that is tried, tested, and true in any sort of home service, sale, retail. This stuff is used worldwide, and this is going to help you make sure you reach those customers quicker and sell to them the way they want to be sold to
0: And what do you think, Jason, as we kind of get into is the biggest difference between kind of maybe what we have been doing and what this customer focused selling is? What's the big change in in idea there?
1: Yeah, I think it's a couple things. You know, first off, just having a solid process that you can follow in, in each and every interaction with your customer. So you know exactly where you are and the logical way that it's set up is it makes sense. It speaks to what the customer needs. It gives you the opportunity to present, you know, clearly what you need to do to make that sale happen. But coupled with that is also understanding different customer personalities. And once you couple those two things together, you know, this makes this a really solid sales process that makes sales fun and easy for you. Uh, For me personally, my experience in sales this is the thing that just put me over the top. This was the kind of thing that made me one of the best salespeople, made it really easy for me to connect with customers on a day-to-day basis, no matter who they were. And you may sell one way, you might be doing it because, hey, I'm just good at this, but this actually puts the science behind it that's gonna make you more effective.
0: That is fantastic. And so what what kind of as what, what's effective about this, kind of in a general sense?
1: Yeah, I think the, the main thing with customer-focused selling is it's putting your focus on their world instead of mm. our world. It's mm. what's important to that customer. It's not about you. It's not about your brand. It's not about your service. Instead, it's about the customer and their situation, what their needs, values, and expectations are. So if you couple that with that solid sales process, this can increase your sales for every customer, whether or not uh, you know it's the little old lady down the street to the, the person that's just like you that lives next door, uh, or you're selling to your old men. You know I mean? It's, it's, it's any of those things. Everyone's got a different personality style but it allows you to just plug and play those different tactics so that you can make
0: that happen faster. That's perfect. I remember the first time that I was hearing about this and we were talking about that, that really, when you said that focusing on their world versus our world, that was really impactful to me just in kind of how I understood selling at like mind blowing. So I'm really excited to kind of, as we go into this, we can kind of unpack that a little more. So what are the kind of general steps of of customer focused selling? How many are there? Um, And kind of walk us through what the general process kind of should look like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, as far as the the sales process goes, you know, we're talking five distinct steps here open, investigate, present, confirm, and position. So, I can unpack those kind of one by one here for you. That would Uh, be great. Let's kick it off with the open. So, you know, really the open is whether or not it's a a call that you're on with a customer or it's your face to face with that customer on site it gives you a clear objective as to what this part of the sale is. So you're gonna identify that customer, what kind of style or buying style they are, and you understand and adapt based on that social style. So this is really your chance to get to know who they are. And it makes it really easy, we're gonna talk about this in the second version of the podcast, but if you understand that personality type, this is your chance to do it. They're gonna tell you what they care about, they're gonna tell you what they need, and this is your opportunity to build some rapport. So once you're in this open stage, It's really easy for you to set a verbal agenda at the beginning of this to help you transition to each one of those steps. So the open really, if I could just summarize it for everybody, would be your opportunity to build rapport and help figure out who that customer is so you can connect quicker, faster.
0: That's great. So after open, kind of what's the next step?
1: Great question. So the next step would be, there's a lot of different ways you can cut it. We're gonna call it investigate. So this is where you're gonna gather information about the customer. Uh, You're going to ask some questions as well. So there's a lot of different ways you can do that. Close-ended questions probably aren't going to give you the information you want. I like to ask open-ended questions. Give that customer the opportunity to tell me their story, what's going on in their life. I'm going to use some different words to help coax that stuff out of them. So things like share with me. Hey, could you explain this to me? Tell me what the most important thing about this is. Let's explore that for you. Describe to me how you can make this happen. Give me an example. Help me understand. Those words to kind of get that customer talking, the more they are talking and the less you're talking, the more you're going to find out about them. The more you're going to find out about their problem and how you can solve it, and the more you're going to find out about what kind of personality type they are, so it's going to make every step of that sales process a little bit easier after that. This is the most important part of this step, however. It's good to ask questions, and it's important to ask questions the right way, but it's all about effective listening skills. Mm-hmm. And you've got to be able to listen to what the customer's saying if you interrupt them, if you try to you know, agree with them halfway through a sentence, you're losing an opportunity to gain more knowledge about them. So once you're done working through that step, you're trying to figure out what those potential solutions might be to their problem, you can use that verbal summary. So, hey, just so I understand everything, this is exactly what you told me. Once you reiterate that back to them, you're in agreement on that investigation stage as to what the problem is, you're ready to move on to the next step.
0: And you know what I really like about that is you're getting them to give you the solution, right? Like I know a lot of times for me in the past, is kind of, I would try and sell them on what I think are the most important things. Mm-hmm. And I just love how that piece is, you're really getting the customer to say, hey, this is actually what I need to have. And they're talking you through that step. So then you've got that information to kind of move on to the next level what is that next piece kind of once you've done that investigative piece?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, once you've got the information that you need, you've let them kind of tell their story, uh, It takes me back to an old saying I heard, you know, you've got two ears and one mouth, you're supposed to use them accordingly, right? So you're gonna listen, you're gonna understand exactly what's going on, now you're at the present stage. So this is where you're gonna do some of the talking. You're taking exactly what that person has told you, and you're not just giving a blank pitch, telling them we can solve this problem by X, Y, Z. You're actually going to walk them through and tailor it based on their needs. So you know, could be quick example. Uh, you know, if it's a problem where somebody needs something done at a very specific day and time, and they've told you why that happens, present the solution to the problem by describing how we're going to hit mm. those needs. And I think it's really important that you know you go beyond just presenting facts, figures. You're presenting the value and the outcomes of those attributes of what you're describing. You're presenting it in the client's world, in the customer's world, and not yours. But you always have to consider those different social styles you know, depending on if someone's really direct with you, a direct communicator, they're really short to the point, you might want to switch up the way you present that to be really short for them to understand, because they probably want to start talking again. So you want to give them that opportunity.
0: That's great. So we've gone through, we've done our opening, we've done the investigation, we've now done our presentation, we've done in all those pieces, we've really focused on being in the customer's world, not our world, using their language. I love that where you're saying listening twice and talking once, that's a huge piece of this. So, so where do we go from there?
1: Absolutely, so you've gone through that present stage. I'm hoping you've done a good enough job here that everything else after this is really easy. If you really you know, take the information and give it back to them the right way, you're gonna move on to the confirm stage. So confirm is really important in a lot of ways. You know, think in terms of next steps with your customer what's going to happen next, how we're going to do this. Use direct questions and direct statements, but also discuss your process, your timeline, how you're going to solve that problem, and you're confirming that those hit all the needs of the customer that they, they presented to you before in your investigation stage. Now, the confirm stage, you know, it can open itself up to objections as well. So I think it's really important that you're handling those objections and addressing those concerns that they had, but not repeating what you just said in the stage before. I think it's really important to just, Take a step back, listen to that customer, let them tell you what their objection is, and don't stop talking or don't start talking if you feel like you have the answer. Let them finish their thought because they might give you a little bit more information on the back end of that that's gonna help you solve that problem. So, when you handle objections, I think it's really important that you also follow some steps in the confirm stage. You, know, you wanna to listen to the objection first and foremost, let them finish their thought, acknowledge and empathize with that objection as well, and then ask some questions to make sure you've got it right. So it's almost like you're reconfirming what that problem might be. Then you're gonna summarize and answer uh, the request and try to gain some agreement before you proceed to the next stage. So the confirm stage, very important, I'll just summarize that quickly for you. You're talking next steps with the customer, you're handling objections, and when you're doing that, you're making sure you listen, Acknowledge, summarize, answer, and gain agreement so you can move on to the next stage.
0: Perfect, that sounds fantastic. So as we're going through again, we've got that open stage, that investigative, we've done the presentation, we've gone for that confirmation, we've asked for, for that sale for their business. What's that final final piece that we need?
1: All right, so when it comes down to position, you know, this is really where we wanna separate ourselves from everybody else. We've got confirmation we're gonna be doing the work for you. We wanna make sure you're set up for all that. But this is where we're gonna gain some feedback from the customer, what went well, what could have been done better, and when the customer is pleased, this is really your opportunity to ask for a referral. So position yourself to get that referral early on, make sure we're getting good feedback from that customer, and this is gonna put you in a position either to get future opportunities from that customer or have them do some marketing for you, word of mouth, telling their friends. Find out what went really well, and once you get that information from them, hey, you know what? we'd really be happy if you could if you could give us a review. Here's the different avenues you could do that. Make it really easy for them. We don't want customers to have to jump through hoops to do that. So be really concise on the instructions on what they have to do to make that happen.
0: Yeah, thank you, Jason. The first time that when we were talking about this, I just that one really excited me because as we know, when we're out there in the field and we're asking for that review right at the very end, it's, it's pretty difficult to get that. And so I've talked to a couple of people who've really started to introduce this at the beginning in that position stage, and we have found fantastic results when that's the case, because then every step along the way from that point, you're talking about that review. So by the time we get to the end, when they've had that extraordinary experience, they are going to want to leave us the review, which is fantastic.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, especially in today's day and age with technology and everything, you know, really adding that kind of human level to the review or or, you know, wherever whatever avenue you want them to do that, I think the more upfront you can be about it, the easier it is for them to want to execute that on the back end for you, right? You know, we'd be really happy if you could leave us a review. We want you to be honest with your feedback, and prompting them to be honest with that feedback gives them that little room to feel comfortable. If there's something that maybe didn't go perfect, they might be able to bring that up at the time and you can solve that problem before that review happens. I can tell you from personal experience, you know, anytime someone asks me for a review, I'm usually pretty happy to do it. Whether the service is good or bad, but if I describe to them something that maybe didn't go exactly right and they can fix that problem for me, I'm always going to give a five-star review. I'm always going to make sure that I say, hey, there was this problem, they fixed the problem for me, and that made the service exceptional. I think a lot of people out there are really hungry to give their opinion. Everybody loves opinions, so give them that opportunity and avenue to do that, but make sure you're, you're positioning it early on.
0: Thank you so much, Jason. So we've gone over a lot today, as we talked about earlier. This was really our kind of opening understanding of what customer focused selling is as we kind of move on into in our next episode we're kind of do a bit of a a more overview of when you're talking about those social styles and what that is. And then as we continue on with the podcast, we'll kind of go through step by step and kind of really break down what's a good open, you know, what is it, how does it investigate really well? What are some good open-ended questions versus closed-ended questions, right? How, how do you present well? How do you do when you're, when you're talking about that, using the language that the customer was using to really address their concerns, right? What is confirming looking like, like asking for a hard date when you're looking for that, that move request, right? And that position piece, what are some really good examples of that. So I'm really looking forward to continuing this conversation with you as we move forward. And we hope you guys out there are really enjoying the time. Uh, Thank you for for listening to us on your drive. Uh, If you've got questions, comments, as these things come up, feedback for us, we would love that. Feel free to send either one of us a, a hangout. I'm Jason Zult, Z-U-L-T. You got Jason Quinn, so you got Jay Z and JQ in here, <laughs> which is fantastic. And so yeah, the next episode we're gonna really kind of dive into social style. So maybe do you have a little uh, a little magic dust for them as they're leaving as we kind of look at this next one?
1: Yeah, I think you know the the send-off here is is the same for for almost all our brands in the O2E family. Here is You know, you are the guys that are making the difference in the field. You're out there. You're making this happen without you guys. You know, the lights don't stay on at the junction here at O2E Brands Headquarters. So just make sure that you guys are out there making customers happy every single time you're in front of them. Do your best. uh, And and we're going to give you guys the tools necessary to make that part of your job easy. So stay tuned.
0: Excellent. Thank you. Have a good day, everyone.